Hey, how's it going? This is Ken Nelson, the host of the MDART podcast. And today we have um, Jolene Griffin from United Dairy Industry of Michigan as our guest. How are you doing today, Jolene? I'm doing great. How are you? Thank you for the invitation. No problem. I'm doing I'm doing great as well. I'm doing great as well. So, um, yeah, so we just want to talk to you a little bit about, you know, who you are and, mm-hmm. and um, your role with the Dairy Industry of Michigan, United Dairy Industry of Michigan. And uh, yeah, so to start off, like, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, we're here in June, which is June Dairy Month, and my family has a dairy farm. So this is a great month for me. Not only is it hopefully the beginning of summer, but um, also we get to celebrate the dairy farmers, like my hardworking parents and brother and other dairy farmers across the state. And I'm, I'm really honored to be able to work on behalf of all of Michigan's dairy farmers at the United Dairy Industry of Michigan. I, I tell people that I started really talking about cows when I was about eight, and I haven't stopped. <laughs> so this is a great role for me to be able to talk about cows, to promote our livelihood, um, and really promote the, the great dairy foods that our, our dairy farmers bring. And, you know, just to have that personal connection to growing up on, on the family dairy farm, it's something that I'm passionate about. I, I, like I said, I love to talk about cows. I use my vacation days to go down to the farm and help out when I can and, um, and help my nieces and nephews who are now entering the 4-H stage. So a uh, very proud aunt to be able to pass that passion along to them. <laughs> you said you love cows. So if you could share another, um, I guess, moment, a favorite about growing up on a dairy farm. Yeah. So lots of good moments. Um, also lots of not so fun moments. You know, as a teenager, really, we have to go home and milk the cows. We can't stay here at these events. Um, but I like to black those out and just focus on, on the good memories that I did have. Um, you know, just building um, the relationships with a lot of people in our industry. I've, I have friends that I made when I was in 4-H, and we competed against each other in 4-H competitions. Um, and then going on to Michigan State, made a lot of great memories there as part of the dairy judging team and, and the dairy club. Um, so I think the relationship uh, part of it is, is my favorite part of our industry. Uh, I actually call it the dairy community. We're so small. Um, there's, you know, we're small but mighty, and we're we're doing some really good things. And then I would just have to say, I love cows. They are my favorite animal. Uh, they're really good listeners. You know, as a teenager, when you're having a hard day, or even as a grown adult, when you're having a good day, they're really good listeners. What is it like? I guess the day in the life of, um, and as a kid, as you grew up, like, what was that like? Waking up and working on the farm. Yeah. So, you know, and I think a lot of people say this when you ask them, well, what's a day like in in your life? And, um, you know, on a dairy farm, no two days are the same, but there are things that we have to do every single day. We have to take care of our cows every single day. Um, You know, I use the examples of we all recently experienced that polar vortex that pretty much shut down our state in January, but it did not shut down dairy farms. Um, my family, my parents and my brother were, were still working really hard during that cold and the wind. Um, and I was checking in on them. I was, you know, a couple hours away checking in and making sure they were staying warm, but they were doing everything that they had to, um, to make sure that the cows had what they needed to eat and keeping them warm and keeping the wind off of, you know, away from them. Um, but so th- those are some things that we have to do every day. We also have to collect the milk from the cows every day. Our milkman comes every morning at about 10 or 10.30 and, and takes that milk to the plant so that it can be 
pasteurized and then uh, put into packages and, and taken to the store. And, you know, this time of year, uh, our farmers are working really hard in the fields. Mm -hmm. So they are planting their crops, just like many people are planting their gardens or, you know, flowers. Uh, I was at a greenhouse this weekend and it was super busy. Everybody was buying, buying their plants. Um, and our farmers are working really hard in the field to plant the corn and the soybeans that they are going to harvest in the fall that they can feed their cows. You know, we also have uh, different things that we have to take care of, uh, other things that we have to take care of seasonally. So in the wintertime, we have to remove that snow. <laughs> we have to have our driveway cleaned. Our employees have to get to work. Our milkman has to, to get to the, to the farm. In the summertime, we do a lot of landscaping. My mom is mowing the lawn and planting the flowers, and we have a big garden. And then also in the summertime, we get to spend a lot of time uh, getting our animals ready to take to the county fair, mm -hmm. uh, where my nieces and nephews will, will show them uh, later this summer. So we have a lot of things that, that we have to do, a lot of things, like I said, that get done every single day. But every day, they wake up and care for those animals. And, and I tell people that I don't know what else my parents would do. They were born to be dairy farmers. And, you know, it's just that care that's, that's instilled in them. I'm sure it took a lot of discipline. You have a great work ethic, I'm sure. How is um, growing up on the farm and learning those lessons and, and um, probably working when you didn't want to work, how has that helped you in your life? Now, as, you, as you've gone through life and your career, how has that helped you? Like, how has it helped you as a person? Yeah, so that, that's a great question. And it's something that I didn't realize while I was growing up. Uh, you know, we... We had to be back every single day to take care of those animals. We had to leave family get-togethers. We had to leave Christmas early, or we had to wait to open our Christmas presents. Uh, the cows had to be milked and fed before we could open our Christmas presents. Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's something that, that I don't think a, a lot of us appreciated growing up, but, you know, with age comes wisdom, I hope. Um, and so I can see that, you know, it instilled in me that uh, we have to take care of each other. Um, so we were put on this earth to take care of those cows. And that, that's our job. That's our role. So, um, you know, and there are other times in life where we have to take care of each other, whether our friends are going through things or our coworkers, like we, we really need to take care of them. And so I think part of that is empathy as well. You know, knowing that, that others needs, um, needs have to come first. And then, yeah, the, the work ethic, I, uh, my parents, I think they could probably work circles around me still to this day. Um, but, you know, it's something you, you do what you have to to get the work done and just knowing that you're doing it for a greater good. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you can, you know, jump into bed exhausted and know that you did a really good thing, either by working the land and taking care of the land or caring for the cows or working to promote milk to, you know, consumers or kids or, you know, making sure that people have that food that they can enjoy. Did you begin with United Dairy um, Industry of Michigan or did you um, start your career somewhere else? Yeah, so I actually started someplace else. I, I started at an advertising agency uh, that focused on all agriculture clients. And I had told myself when I graduated, I, I graduated from Michigan State, go green. Um, <laughs> and I, I have an agriculture communications degree and, and I knew that I wanted to work in dairy, but I also knew that at the time I was graduating, um, if there was something in another field of agriculture, it would probably be good to learn something else too. Um, so I did, and I focused on uh, corn and soybeans for a couple of years and, and realized that dairy was really calling me home. 
Um, so I spent, uh, I spent seven years actually working for the National Dairy Promotion Organization, uh, Dairy Management Incorporated, which is located outside of Chicago. And they are our, our national organization and um, support and uh, dairy farmers from all over the country and uh, work all over the country. And so I spent seven years there and then an opportunity to come home uh, to Michigan with the United Dairy Industry of Michigan. I was opened up just uh, four, four years ago this week, I came home. Um, yeah, so, so very exciting. I, you know, I get to be closer to my family's farm, um, you know, which I, I can go down there and uh, volunteer or be told what to do on the weekends and, um, and then be, be involved more in, in my home community. So um, yes, like I said, I've, I've always loved to talk about cows and this has just been a great fit because I get to talk to dairy farmers about what we're doing on their behalf and then I get to help promote uh, the, the dairy foods that they provide. So tell us about um, United Dairy of Michigan, Industry of Michigan and, mm -hmm. and the mission. Yes, so we work on behalf of Michigan's hardworking dairy farm families. There are about 1,400 of them um, all across the state. We, we have a map of Michigan where we show, um, you know, the counties that have dairy farms. And, and out of the 83 uh, counties in Michigan, only about uh, eight or nine of them don't have dairy farms in them. So we have farms of all sizes uh, in all locations of our state. Um, they're all, you know, family owned and operated and we get to help tell their story. So as dairy farmers, they're really busy. They, um, again, they're caring for those cows and the land and working through the winter and the, the summer elements. And so we're the promotion arm for them. So we're connecting directly with consumers through media interviews and attending consumer events and social media, um, working with health professionals to make sure that they have the correct theory information that they can share uh, with their patients and, and make sure that people are consuming those uh, three servings of dairy every day to get those nutrients that they need for their, for their bodies. So we are, we are that promotion arm for dairy farmers, really just helping to tell that story of the milk and how the cows were raised, um, how that milk gets to us, and then the benefits that the milk can provide. Milk means more is is our our slogan, and it can mean anything. Um, so to some people, milk means more jobs in local communities, or milk can mean more nutrients in their glass or in their diet. Really, milk means more. It means more to the lives of our farmers and their employees, and it means more to consumers. Um, and it's an opportunity for us to really share those messages. What are some of the misconceptions that people have about milk, about dairy? Did you and your team and your company help to dispel some of those myths? Mm -hmm. So uh, we've probably heard it all. <laughs> we, um, we get a lot of questions. Um, we get everything from, you know, those fun questions of, uh, do brown cows give chocolate milk? And the answer is no. <laughs> all cows give white milk. And then we add chocolate and it's delicious chocolate milk. Um, but then we also get, you know, some of those tougher questions of what's in milk or what isn't in milk. And, um, you know, we, we just have a really great story to tell with milk. The fact that it um, comes out of the cow, we as dairy farmers collect it from the cow and our milk uh, hauler comes and picks it up and then takes it to the processing plant and it's pasteurized and um, homogenized and then put into packaging and taken to the store within 48 hours. Um, so there is, there's nothing that's added to milk 
Um, it has all the nutrients that it needs. It's, um, you know, years ago, there was a slogan of uh, nature's most perfect food. And, and it really, it really is. So um, we, we do get a lot of those questions. I think, you know, as consumers, we just have more information available to us. Um, we can read up on anything or anybody can be an expert. And so we just want to dispel as many of those myths as possible and make sure people know that milk is safe and wholesome. Um, one of the questions that we get a lot is, uh, you know, comparing some of the imitation beverages. And so we just want to make sure that people know that milk, cow's milk, is fresh and natural and wholesome. And we encourage people to look at the nutrients in those others and look at the ingredient label in some of those other um, options that are available. Um, and, and again, we just have a really great story that we can talk about milk. It's funny mentioning brown cows because that gave me the idea. I said, you know, what? I need to do a podcast about misconceptions of food and ag, but yeah. it was surprisingly high number of people that thought chocolate milk came from brown cows, mm -hmm. and I, you know, and, and it just shows, I mean, again, I, again, I said, I'm coming from a background as non-ag and, and so, but I mean, I, I, did, I knew that, I knew that chocolate milk didn't come from brown yeah. cows. Yeah. Shocking to me, you know, that was very shocking to me. So are there any other like kind of off the wall misconceptions that you've heard about um you know dairy milk or anything that you heard in the industry that that you would, can share well i i will say that personally i i spent some time in my nieces and nephews uh elementary school classes a couple of weeks ago I, I took um some time to go down there and to uh, meet with them and read a book in each classroom and take some cow feed so that they could see it and smell it and then took them some ice cream. All right, so you gotta have gotta have a dairy treat when you're talking to uh, preschoolers, kindergartners, first grade, third graders. <laughs> so hold their attention span. But they had some great questions, and that just made me take a step back and realize that we just have so much more knowledge that kids, you know, these eight-year-old, nine-year-old kids have these great questions for us. Um, you know, they were asking us, because I, I took some samples of the hay that we feed our cows, and they asked why they couldn't eat the hay. <laughs> and, and, you know, and we, and it was a great question, because we got to talk about how cows have a different digestive system than we do. And, um, you know, they're able, I, you know, and I shared with them that cows are able to eat things that we're not. Um, I have friends who dairy uh, out in California and they feed almond hulls to their cows. And so before we started feeding these to dairy cows, this was something that went to landfill. And, you know, we're losing space. We don't, you know, landfills take up a lot of space. So these almond hulls can now go and provide nutrients to the cows and the cows can turn those into, um, into delicious milk that, that we all enjoy. And, and another interesting um, component of that too, or another byproduct that we use from another industry is uh, the cotton seed. So if you've ever seen a cotton plant and then when they harvest cotton, they take the cotton, they take the fiber off of it and make our shirts. Um, and so then the seed is left over. And the seed was going to the landfill, um, again, taking up space. And we can feed that to our dairy cows and it provides them energy in their diet. And they can turn that into milk that we can all enjoy. So it's, we're protecting the environment by saving space. And then we're feeding our cows, which, you know, we work with a nutritionist 
uh, to make sure that that diet that we feed that the, that we feed the cows is balanced every day. She's getting all of the nutrients she needs, and then we can re help recycle. You know, we uh, we live on our farms. We drink the same water. We breathe the same air. So we want to make sure that we're taking care of of the environment as well. Yeah. So what are, what are projects that you're working on, or maybe something new that's coming up that you're working on? Yeah, so um, at the United Dairy Industry of Michigan, we are really connected to consumers. Um, we have some of my colleagues work directly with schools across the state of Michigan to share nutrition information with students and teachers and food service directors to make sure that they know how important dairy is in diets of growing kids. Um, we also have uh, this summer, we are going to be attending a lot of consumer events. So we know that not everybody in the state of Michigan can come to a dairy farm, which would be amazing. I would, I would do that every day. I would lead a farm tour every day if I could. Um, but we know that's just not possible. So we're going to go to events where consumers are. So we have some events that we're going to participate in uh, down in the southeast uh, part of our state where we know a large portion of our Michi Michigan population resides. So we're going to go there. We're going to go to where the consumers are, to events that they are already participating in. And then we're also going to go to events over on the west side of the state and then scattered throughout as well um, because we want to take dairy to them. We want to show them that dairy is local. You know, we have 1,400 dairy farms in our state who are providing that delicious milk every single day. We want them to know that these farmers care for their cows. They are using the environment as responsibly as possible. And then we want to celebrate the fact that dairy is fun. Um, you know, dairy does have those nutrients that the milk provides, but we can also have fun with it. So we like to say that, uh, you know, we can have fun with milk because it's the milk in our lattes. Or we can enjoy a grilled cheese sandwich with a lot of stringy cheese or, you know, that slice of pizza or even an ice cream sundae. Um, so we have we have a booth um, that we'll have at some of these locations where uh, folks can see what cows eat. We'll have samples of that cow food um, and they can see what nutrients and, and how that benefits the cow's diet. We also have a milking simulator where they can learn to be a professional cow milker and really put their, their hand at it. Um, and then at some of these events, we'll have dairy farmers as well. So if they have questions about milk or animal care, they can ask us you know, ask us as professionals, you know, how we care for those cows. Um, so we, and we also, um, like I said, we've got those events across the state. Um, we also, we also have um, a giveaway where people can sign up and win free dairy for a year. I mean, that's phenomenal, right? We can enjoy those foods. Um, so that is actually on our website, uh, milkmeansmore.org. We also are launching a video series as well, where we have a chef who is following the journey of milk. So she has visited a couple dairy farms, she's learning about cow care, she's talking to the farmers, and then she's following that milk um, you know, through, throughout the process. And, and in each video, she's also sharing a delicious recipe with us, um, which is always good, right? Um, see how we can uh, you know, in, increase our, our cooking skills. But she's, um, she's having a lot of fun with it and, um, and just uh, uh, showing us you know, the different aspects of, of dairy. No, so that's great. So let me ask you, if you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? I, I honestly don't know. Um, I feel like I was born to do this job. 
Um, I feel like I knew I wanted to be in dairy promotion before I even knew that this job existed. Um, I remember in college, uh, like, you know, I, I have been talking about cows my entire life. Um, and so in college, you know, when you fill, or even in high school, when you fill out those surveys of like what, what you should do with your life. And, um, I just always looked at the results and kind of shook my head like, nope, that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about agriculture. (laughs) Um, and so, you know, as I went throughout school and, and actually when I was at, when I was at Michigan state, I went to world dairy expo with, uh, with my parents. Um, and I met a gentleman at the National Dairy Promotion Organization because I had gone to the booth and my mom and I were hearing about the programs that they had to promote milk and, you know, really to share dairy farmer stories. And, and I remember telling that gentleman that I wanted to work with them someday. And uh, I stayed in touch with him while I was in college. And um, when, you know, I, a couple years uh, after, after I graduated and um, you know, had been at the, the advertising agency and knew I wanted to get back into dairy, I, I reached out to him. And uh, he sent me an email within a half an hour and was like, hey, we have a job, you need to apply. So um, I, you know, I just, I feel like this is where, where I'm meant to be. I think um, I'm just always going to be talking about cows and milk. I, I do it in my professional life. I do it in my personal life. I'm, I'm the person at the grocery store who will talk to people buying milk and thank them or, um, you know, tell them, Hey, that chocolate milk really is delicious. You should buy it. You should enjoy it. So, so so what do you do in your spare time? What do you, what do you, what do you have any hobbies? What do you do for fun? Yeah. So, uh, the last vacation I took, um, was last summer out to, uh, Oregon and Washington to, to attend a friend's wedding on her dairy farm. So when I, when I take vacation time, I, I do visit other dairy friends. Um, one of my, um, one of the trips that I take every year is to attend World Dairy Expo in Madison, Wisconsin. It's where the dairy community comes together and we can see new technologies and we can meet up with old friends and enjoy a lot of ice cream and grilled cheese sandwiches. Um, again, the dairy theme, right? Um, but, you know, in in my free time here, um, I, I really enjoy being outside. I actually just spent a bunch of time this weekend um, planting flowers. I've, I just love to be outside, even in the winter time, uh, if I can, if it's not super icy or, you know, negative 40 degrees, I still bundle up and go outside and walk. Um, I think it's just the fact that, you know, I, we were always outside as kids and then, you know, my first job was outside um, helping on the farm. So it's just something that I really look forward to. When I am in the office, I do try to take walks at lunch. Um, And just really, I'm a firm believer that fresh air and sunshine can cure anything. So what can you share with a young person listening to this podcast um, about the industry that you know, whether it's technology, whether it's like you're in communications, just some great things about the industry that you can share with them and uh, why they should be involved if they're at all interested. Yeah. So we have a great community of people. I think it all comes down to the people in agriculture. You will not work for or with, um, you know, better people because they're salt of the earth. They really are doing what they love. They're passionate about it, which makes it you know, super easy for us to get passionate about what we do working on, on behalf of them. 
I, I would encourage people to look into, or young young folks, or even anybody who needs a career change, um, to look into the food and agriculture sector. We do need dedicated people to help us promote that product. Um, and it's not just working on the farms. You know, we, we use a lot of uh, team members. We have veterinarians and nutritionists. We also need um, mechanics uh, and electricians. And then we need people to help us promote it as registered dietitians or health professionals. And so there's a lot of ways that you can become involved in the, in the agriculture community to help promote, um, promote that, that food that, that we all enjoy. You know, it's something that, that we all need every single day. And we, we do have a lot of technology in agriculture now. Um, it's, it's not the way it used to be when my grandpa farmed or my great grandpa farmed. Um, or even my dad, when he first started, you know, things have changed. Um, and, and as farmers, we, we also like technology. Uh, as consumers, we're tied to our technology a lot. We're tied to our phones. And as farmers, you know, we, we use those as well. We're checking the weather app. We have apps on our phones that help us keep track of our cows. We have individual records on those cows that come through to an app. Um, you know, we use GPS on our tractors. So we do need, you know, technology uh, on, on those farms as well. So if people are interested in that aspect, agriculture has many opportunities for them. The future, you know, we need agriculture in our lives. Uh, people around the world are depending on U.S. agriculture. So there will always be a need for this sector and for this community. Where can people find more out more about the United Dairy Industry of Michigan and all the resources and, and events that you guys will be having throughout the year? Yeah, so people can find us uh, online at milkmeansmore.org. We also have Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, and YouTube and, and all of those social channels. So uh, we're sharing our updates regularly. We're sharing nutrition information and recipes and, you know, highlights at the events that we're attending and more information on our free dairy for a year contest. And, you know, if people have questions, I would encourage them to go to those places and, and find us and ask us questions. We are always happy to help. We want to make sure that everybody has the correct information about dairy. There's a lot of great things that, that we can provide our communities and, and communities across the state of Michigan. So I really appreciate you, uh, you asking and, and taking the time to chat with me today. It's, it's been a lot of fun. I just love speaking with people that, that are passionate about what they do. And it's apparent, like you have such passionate energy around what you do and you're operating in your gift. And so um, I thank you for just, you know, having that passion. And and, and I, I was laughing when, you know, inside when you said, yeah, I, I go visit friends on farms. And so it just shows, I mean, everything is, is you love it. And so um, I really appreciate that. And, and, and I, you know, you just, that energy came off to me. And that's the one thing I think I've noticed working here so far is that there's so many people that love what they do. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's very refreshing and it's very um, inspirational to me. So thank you again for doing what you do. Well, thank you for, for letting me share that. Like I said, I, I love to talk about cows and um, I don't know if you can see it, but my office is decorated in cows. My house is decorated in cows. I love to talk about cows. So anytime. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you all for tuning in and listening to the podcast. Um, I hope you all enjoyed it and learned a lot of things about dairy, milk, cows and everything. And, and definitely reach out to Jolene. Definitely go to the website and uh, learn more and attend some of the events that, that they have coming up this year. Um, thank you. And until next time, we'll see you soon.